Father, bless this word. And we just pray, God, for your blessing upon it. For thine is the kingdom, the honor, the glory, the power forever and ever. Amen. And the church says, amen, amen, amen. You may be seated as I start preaching. You can, you can give. Amen. Is that okay? It'll have to be, right? I don't, I don't know how this is, message is going to turn out. I might have to teach more than preach. Are you okay? Since this is a turning point, last Sunday was a turning point. God's up to something. I, I feel like we need to address some things. And uh, so this is not going to be an easy message. If you don't have your steel toes on, you might want to leave now. <laughs> Lord. Are you okay? If you're Jezebel, you're in for a ramen. <laughs> this letter, there's, how many know there are seven letters to seven churches? And there's multiple meanings to all that. We don't have time to preach that. But this particular church, if you look in your Bible, if it has a description at the top, it says the letter to the corrupt church. The corrupt church, the church that has been influenced by Jezebel. We see this in Second uh, Timothy. I got a lot of word. You okay with the scriptures? Don't fall asleep on me. Second Timothy tries it with judge the living and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. I charge you, right? Next verse. Preach the word. Say, preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and teaching. How I many know oh, that's a word for us? For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. We're here. But according to their own desires, that's the key, they have itching ears. They will heap up for themselves teachers. Mm -hmm. And they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned, right, aside to fables. Oh, my God. But you, be watchful in all things, endure, say endure, afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. Wow. For I'm ready, already being poured out as a drink offering, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I've kept the faith. Not long after that, they took his head. He finished. He did it well. Matthew 24, verse 10. Come on, I'm giving you the word. If you don't like what I preach, you can't argue with Scripture. That's why I'm putting it out here, because the rest of it you're not going to like. And then many will be, oh, the spirit of offense. You know you can't teach anybody anything anymore? You can't correct anybody anymore? Oh, get quiet on me. I'll preach. I tell you, every time you get quiet, I'm going to spend an extra minute. You might as well fake it till you make it. Amen. They'll betray one another, hate one another. Many, what kind of prophets? Will rise up and deceive many because why? Lawlessness will abound, and the love of many will grow cold. Because they were just in church to be entertained anyway. 
But he who, he who what? How many know you've got to endure in the last days? It's not always a picnic, but it's always an enduring. To the end shall be saved. It's not because you had some experience 20 years ago. I just want to know you're going to be saved until the end. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached until far-flung tin can gets there. As a witness to all the nations and then the... So, I, so I, I, I've been... It, it's one of those things you're kind of curious about, but you never really thought through. And it's that thing where, I mean, you know, when we read the scriptures, the Old Testament and the New Testament, there are false gods everywhere. Right? And, in, and with uh, Israel, it's Baal. Baal's the big god. In the time of Paul, you know, the Romans had Jupiter. Uh, the Greeks, no Scandinavians here, Thor. Remember Thor, the hammer god, right? Uh, China had theirs. We don't care about that. Okay. <laughs> Everybody had their gods. And listen, I want you to get this. Everybody worshipped one of them at least. You're, you're not hearing me. There was really no godless society, but all their gods had a small g. Everybody worshipped a god, and in the Roman Empire, they didn't care which god you worshipped unless you worshipped capital G. All of a sudden, when the Christians came along, they said, you know what? All those gods are just demons, and there's only one true God. And he came in the form of a man on the flesh and died on the cross and was resurrected on the third day. He conquered death, hell, and the grave, and he is king of kings, lord of lords. And they fought that battle. And that's why they persecuted him. That's why they threw him to the lions. That's why they did all this stuff. Until something very strange happened. Around 300 A.D., they had no churches for 300 years. They worshiped in homes. But the church grew. The church grew. The church grew. The church grew. Until it reached the highest levels of government. And the emperor, Constantine, uh, it was not called, it's called um, Istanbul now. That's where she was. And, and she fought demons there, I tell you. <laughs> but when, when, when Constantine got saved, he proclaimed to the entire Roman Empire, from now on, Jesus is Lord, and there are no other gods. And if you want a job in the government, you're going to have to worship Jesus. How many know a lot of people converted? If you want to run a business, you've got to be a Christian now in the empire. Everything switched. All the statues came down. All the gods were driven out. And from 300 A.D. until 1960, until then, now listen, there was, uh, listen, there was corrupt Christianity. 
And there was, you know, they were killing each other, Catholics killing Protestants, the Inquisition. There's all this uh, corruption going on, buying your way into heaven. If you pay enough, you get enough prayers, you, you get out of purgatory, you know, get out of jail, free card. Nobody's living right, so they said, you know, I don't think anybody anymore can go to heaven, so let's create purgatory where you can burn your sins off, you know, and then you can go on to heaven. Perfect solution, right? Purgatory. I mean, this, the, church was, the church went through years of corruption. The church, but I want, you to hear, I want you to hear this. I want you to hear this. For 2,000 years, nobody was making any images. Nobody was raising up any false gods. The church was pretty much in charge, and the church could cancel you. You know why they're canceling us now? Because we canceled them for 2,000 years. <laughs> so I said, well, we'll cancel you now, and they're doing it. There were no gods but God. But in the 60s, I got saved in the early 70s in that area. Something changed. All of a sudden, they threw prayer out of schools. They took the Ten Commandments out of the courthouses. They allowed abortions. Do you realize the United States has the most liberal abortion laws in the world? Our laws are more lax than China. China is stricter on abortion than we are. You don't think God's going to judge that? You know, the vote, listen, I, I, I'm really not being political, but don't, don't vote for people that are going to abort babies, please. Please, just think about that. I, I know there's other things you love, but you can't love that. And, and, and the sexual revolution started back then. And, and so, so you've got the unholy trinity of abortion, throwing God out of schools, right? And, and the sexual and sexual immorality. And in the middle of all that, I got saved. Boy, well, it's really bad now. You should live back then. I got saved in the middle of that. That's why they called them Jesus freaks. Some of you are too old to even know what they mean. Remember that. Yeah, I was a Jesus freak. Lord, they won't even give me an amen. <laughs> but what we're experiencing today was born back then, and it just kept getting worse. You know how it got worse? They, they got into the schools, and they taught their doctrines, and they went through their stuff, and they taught it. And, and then they went from the schools, they went into the universities, and they taught it there. And, and pretty soon you're raising a whole generation now of, 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 of millennials, and then Generation X is even, God, help Generation X. If you're in or Z, I mean, Z, Generation Z. I don't, what are they going to do after Z? I guess Jesus will have to come. Might be the last generation. But for 2,000 years, there weren't any idols. <laughs> because you can't have other gods until you throw God out. 
So as they throw God out of society, false gods start filling the gap. How many remember, I, I probably got that scripture, I don't even know where it is, if it is. If you got it, put it up there. But you all know the story of the man who, who the, the demons were cast out of. And the room was swept and empty. There it is, Matthew 12. He sa- and and, and he says, and he's finding rest, and he doesn't find any. And he says to himself, I'll return to my house, which I came from. I'm going to go back to the house now that they're throwing God out. Are you catching this? And when he comes, he finds it empty. I heard a song the other day. It says, I, I went to the master's house, but the master wasn't home. And he was talking about the church. The master's gone. The light's on. But there's nobody home. Come on, empty churches. He says, where am I? I returned I return to my house. He found a dry place. Okay. I will I, I return to my house from which I came. And when he comes, he finds it empty. Swept. Churches are in order, just not his. Because we got to control things, you know. Then he goes and takes with him seven other spirits, more wicked than himself. And they enter and dwell there. And the last state of that man, hello, 2020. What year is this? I just think in terms of decades. That's the best I can do. The last state of that man is worse than the first. But here's the part we never preach. We always preach about individuals. But Jesus wasn't talking about individuals. He was talking about a generation. He said, so shall it also be with this wicked generation. We kicked the devil out 2,000 years ago. But now that we've kicked God out, the demons are back. Does that make sense to everyone? He said, well, nobody's, do we, do we have this, uh, but, but how many, so, well, there's no idols, there's no, there's, there's, there's no, but if you go down the Wall Street, listen, Baal, 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 his image was a bull. Baal's image was a bull. Go down to Wall Street and you'll see this bron- molten bronze statue. I think it's 11 foot by 16 foot. Huge, snorting, angry bull. Mm. An image of a golden calf right there, right there. Oh, my God. And, and, and we say things like, the almighty dollar. Because the bull represents prosperity. Baal represented fertility. He was, he was the rain god and the crops god. And he, and he was the god of prosperity. So whenever the market is up, it's called a bull market. Because Baal, there it is, because Baal's in charge. There's Baal right there. Are you still here? Yeah, get rid of him. We don't get rid of that.
the demonic is back because God's been kicked out. We say, well, we can't do anything about it. They threw prayer out of school. You know, the bottom line is you can't actually throw prayer out of school. You, <laughs> you can tell your kids, you pray all you want to pray. You can pray. <laughs> Glory to God. Oh, yeah, yeah. They threw God out of prayer. No, no. Every one of our little kids, and we prayed for 14 little preschoolers, and they're going to they're gonna be evangelists going into the school system. Amen. They're going to pray, and they're going to bring their Bibles, and they're going to they're gonna represent. No, you can't throw God out for real. But as society does, they're can't, what a word, they're canceling God. They're trying to take our voice. If you say something on social media, they don't like it. Did you know, just one example, PayPal. Really? PayPal now can fine you, not just stop you, but fine you thousands of dollars if you say something they don't like. So I canceled PayPal. (laughs) Take that, pal. It's no PayPal. (laughs) I'll show you. The almighty dollar. No, it's Almighty God. Uh, you know, one thing about, da- about, about Baal is that he was often seen as male and female. Baal's all about confusing identities. And that's where we, that's where we are today. One thing the prophets of Baal did was they cut themselves. It's like it wasn't enough to bring a bloody sacrifice. They had to be a bloody sacrifice, and they'd cut themselves. And now there's an epidemic amongst young people cutting themselves. He said, why in the world would anyone do that? I'll tell you why, because or main reason why. They don't feel anything anymore. They've been so hurt, so abused, so abandoned. They don't feel anything. They don't feel anything unless they physically cut themselves. That's how bad this But I have a word for you. I have a word for them. You don't need to cut yourself. You don't need to shed your blood. Because Jesus shed his blood. Hallelujah. And you... You don't feel anything, but Jesus died for you. And all that glorious healing is coming to you. If you know someone who cuts himself, introduce them to the blood of Jesus. Give him praise. If you don't bow, you get canceled. I want you to understand the abortion industry is an ism. It's abortionism. Listen, I believe in being a good steward of the land. Yeah, I absolutely do. But they've gone too far. And now it's become a religion. More or less climate change. And listen, there's... Oh, I don't want to get into that. You know, the whole earth will be wiped out in just a couple years if we keep driving those cars. You need to get one of those electric cars for $50,000. And plug it in... 
Duh, it takes carbon to plug it. Think it through. It's become a religion. That's why they're so fanatical about it. And, and of course, they're making a lot of money <laughs> too. Abortionism, greenism, and it's just become a, a religion, a fanatic. Listen, if you take God out, you've got to serve something. You've got to have something in your life that's greater than you. So when you take God out, hello, demons. And now they worship nature. You know, there's a group that's growing. I forget the name of it, but they actually believe that people are the cause of all the problems. So they've sworn an oath to never have children. And they're trying to get everyone to join it. So eventually the human race will just die out. And, and the planet can just be the planet because people are, let's just wipe out all the people. Well, that's great for them joining the club, you know, but. No, that's a real thing. Another thing they did at Baal worship is they, they, would, they would worship nature and they would dress up like animals. Have you all heard about furries? And that's right in the school system right here. Where's, where's Jay? Jason was telling me about this in, the, in Shelby of all places. Furries. They come dressed in animal outfits to school and they're starting to insist that they put litter boxes in the bathrooms. We are so confused. There are now 32 genders. We don't know what sex we are. We don't know who we are. Amen. But, we, but we, we'll just identify with furries or we'll identify with the abortionists of the world or identify with the greens or we'll identify somehow with somebody, some way, so we can find some purpose in life. But I'm telling you, you'll never find joy or purpose until you find Jesus. Ah, hallelujah. So the, the spirit of, of, uh, of confusion, the spirit of, of, of uh, just a lying spirit, the spirit of deceit, deceiving people into thinking they can find something in cutting themselves or in drugs or in sex. or let's find, But no, you'll never find yourself in that because you weren't made for that. How many can last a little bit longer? Hosea chapter 13. I'm skipping around a little bit. Just stay with me. Hosea chapter 13. I heard someone preach on this a few days ago. God, God once let loose against Ephraim a terrifying sentence against Israel. Caught and convicted in the lewd sex worship of Baal, they died. And now they're back. Boy, we could put that right into the New Testament. Now they're back in the sin business again, manufacturing God images they can use. Wow. Religion customized to taste. Pastors are organizing their churches around pleasing people principle. It's got to be revolved around God principles. I don't care if anybody comes or not. We've got to do it. 
You don't like it? There's dead churches out there. I promise you, it's comfortable over there. Professionals. Pastors, see to it. Anything you want in a God, you can get. Can you believe it? They sacrifice live babies to these dead gods. Kill living babies. You know they want to they abort a baby right up to one minute before birth. And I heard somewhere they thought, well, if we can do that, let's give the mother six months after the babies. Or is it six weeks? So if the mother decides it's an ugly baby, pew, child sacrifices. And I don't care if it's born or not. If it's in the womb, it's alive. And I'm not here to fuss at anyone. If you had an abortion at some point, God is the God of forgiveness. And your lovely baby is circling the face of Jesus right now. Anything you want to God. Can you believe the live babies, killing babies? And watch this. They kill living babies and kiss golden calves. Hello, Aaron. And now there's nothing left of these people. Hollow men. Desiccated. Did I say that right? That word, women. Like scraps of paper blown down the street like smoke in a gusty wind. I'm still your God. The God who saved you out of Egypt. I'm the only real God you've ever known. I'm the one and only God who delivers. Someone shout hallelujah. You know, it, 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 if you read on in that chapter, you know what it says? It says, well, there it is. I took care of you during the wilderness, hard times. Those years when you had nothing. I took care of you. Took care of all your needs. Gave you everything you needed. You were spoiled. You thought you didn't need me. You forgot me when you got some money in the bank. You forgot me when your clothes looked a lot better. You forgot me. Amen. When you thought you could just do anything you want to do and you don't need God anymore. Oh yeah. When you were, when you needed me, you prayed. But now. You got your doctors and your psychologists and you got money in the bank and you got everything you need and you've forgotten me. But God says, I'm still here. I'm still real. I'm still all you need. Amen. My God, hallelujah. You know what? Too many people have kissed the cow. They're kissing the cow instead of serving God. Remember Aaron? Listen. It's not just about society. Can I get into the church for a minute? Because our verse said, our, our verse wasn't talking about Baal. It was talking about Jessup. Now look at her name. Jessup Baal. Her last part of her name is Baal. She is the wife of Baal. And she has invaded the church. I say she because it's Jezebel, but there's some men there too that know how to control things. 
Jezebel will always get control of a leader. She doesn't take control because she's the wife of. And she'll take control of the leadership. Come on. She'll take control and, and, and influence behind the throne. See, see, her husband Ahab, he wore the crown, but she wore the pants. Oh, Ahab's like, oh, shut up. Come on. You know, you know, she's an encourager. I, I believe wives should be encouragers, but she encourages him to do evil. And there's a Jezebel spirit that's invading the church. Why? Because Baal wants to take the bride. She wa- he wants to take the bride. So he introduces Jezebel into the church. And she rallies the church to do things that are not according to the scriptures. Introducing immorality. I could tell you stories you would not believe are going on in churches. Behind the scenes, the wife swapping, the, the, heteros, the, the homosexuality, the, I mean, it's, it's everywhere. And it's, and it's behind the scenes. Sometimes you can't see it. But you know what? They're kissing the cow and married to Baal. I like what one man said. He said, too many church people have mad cow disease. <laughs> Listen to the symptoms. Listen to the symptoms. Loss of memory. We forgot who we were. We forgot where we've come from. We've forgotten God huh, when he took care of us in the wilderness. This is like a four-point message. Loss of memory. Number two, you lose your speech. The church is losing its voice. Come on, church. Yeah, they're canceling us. You think, well, that's just, that's just Facebook or Twitter or something. No, no, no. The, 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 they're trying to cancel us, period. Trying to threaten us, shut us down. Number three, you lose your balance. The church day has lost its balance. It's gone overboard. It's doing crazy things that God is not pleased with. And the fourth symptom is they've lost their vision. Revelation 2, verse 20. How many are still here? Now, this is Revelation. This is New Testament. I have this complaint against you. You are permitting that woman, that Jezebel, who calls herself a prophet. I didn't call her. Called herself. We got too many self-appointed prophets. I'll throw apostles in there, too. That Jezebel, let's throw pastors in there, too. Didn't I tell you that statistic that if they interviewed a thousand pastors and asked them if you could get a job right now that you'd make enough money to take care of your family, would you leave the pastorate? 80% said they would quit. 80%? I can't believe that. I wouldn't have believed 50%. 80%. You don't think there's some stressed preachers out there? Come on. She teaches them to commit sexual sin and to eat food offered to idols. What does that mean? You remember when Jezebel and Elijah had their battle, and she called all her prophets together, and you know how they were identified? Remember, this is during a famine. They said, and he said, she brought all the prophets of Baal in who eat at Jezebel's table. 
<laughs> the enemy has a table. God has a table. Jezebel has a table. And if you don't eat at the table, she's going to try to starve you out. Are you feeling me? If you're going to serve God, I hate, man, I'm here to encourage you, but I got to tell you the truth. Times are getting harder. They're going to get harder, not easier. And, and those who don't, now, don't know how to feed themselves are either going to starve or they're going to Jesse's table. And too many church people are going to start eating at Jezebel's table because there's no more rain and the crops have failed and we've got to eat somehow. You've heard the expression, well, I've got to eat, so I'm just going to compromise. I'm just going to do what I have to do to get by. Listen, listen, I'll tell you, she tried to starve out the prophets, but I'm here to tell you God sent Elijah a raven. He said, I'll feed you steak every day. Ah, hallelujah. God will take care of you when, Je when Jezebel tries to starve you out. Elijah complained, I'm all alone. I'm all alone. God said, you're not alone, dummy. You don't realize it, but I've got 7,000 prophets out there. Hallelujah. He said, well, Elijah got ravens. How did he feed the seven? Read your Bible. Obadiah took him by fifties and put him in a cave. Can you imagine feeding a thousand people? Every day, and every day he comes with his baskets, and he would feed 7,000 prophets, and he probably took it from the king's table. <laughs> God will take care of you. Just remain faithful in the time of famine. Come on and praise the Lord. Give him a crazy praise. Just 23 more. <laughs> First Kings 18, 19. I'm almost done. Now, therefore, send and gather all Israel to me on Mount Carmel, the 450 prophets of Baal and the 400 prophets of Asherah who eat at. Let's, let's get them all together. Let's get them all together. Verse, going on to verse 18. <clears throat> verse 20 is fine. So Ahab, Ahab sent for all the children of Israel. In other words, he called the church. It's time to call the church. He gathered the prophets together on Mount Carmel. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Next verse. You know the story. Then, then he said, you call on the name of your gods. And I'll call on the name of the Lord. And the God who answers by fire. Whew, come on, church. The one who answers by fire. The problem with the church world today, there's no fire. People aren't going to church because there's no fire. People aren't going to church because there's nothing but deadness in there. But if we can get the fire on the altars, oh, preacher, they won't come if we get weird. No, they're coming because they're looking for fire. They're looking for something that's real. They're looking for something that's alive. Yeah. 
And if they don't like it, maybe it's not for them. Oh, I could say more, but I'll behave. <coughs> he is God. So all the people that answered, it is well spoken. So they took the bull. That's all they got. You're slow. You're worth waiting on, though. You're worth Which was given them, and they prepared it, and they called on the name of Baal from morning until noon, saying, Oh, Baal, hear us. But there was... Two people got that. There was no... You may run after some things to make you feel happy or whatever, but there's no voice in there. There's no voice in it. There's, there, mm, there's nothing coming from the supernatural. Amen. There's no voice in it. We need a voice. Hear us. No one answered. They leaped upon the altar which they had made. And so it was at noon that Elijah, sitting in his rocking chair, Cry aloud. Maybe you're not loud enough. I mean, he's a God. He might be meditating. Maybe he's busy. He's on a journey. Maybe he's sleeping. You need to wake him up. So they crowd aloud. They cut them. As was their custom. Oh, my God. With knives and lances. Now, when you cut yourself with a lance, you're cutting. And when, until the blood gushed out on them. I already preached that. And when midday was past, they prophesied until the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice. But there was no, there it is again, there was no voice. No one answered. No one paid attention. Jesus, help us. Then Elijah said to all the people, come near to me. So all the people came near to him, and he repaired the altar. Oh, it's time to repair the altar. Remember those sermons we preached on that last year? Last whatever? We need to repair the altar. Churches are taking altars out. We need to repair the altar of the Lord that was broken down. Amen. And Elijah took 12 stones, according to the number of the tribes of the son of Jehu, to whom the word of the Lord had come, saying, Israel shall be your name. How many know he has a name? We have a name. Then with the stones he built an altar in the name of the Lord. He made a trench around the altar large enough to hold two seals of seed. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And he put the wood in order, say in order. We need to be in God's order. He cut the bull in pieces, laid it on the wood, and said, fill four water pots of water, pour it on the burnt sacrifice and on the wood. How many? He put, he'd do it a second time. Do it, do it a third time. He, he did like, like 12 uh, buckets, big old buckets of water. Remember, this is drought time. People saying, I could drink that water. So the water, so the water ran all around the altar, and he also filled the trench with water. It was so. Why did he do that? Because... Be, because, because the prophets of Baal would use tricks to get fires going. Come on, church. There's too many pastors using tricks trying to get people. They're playing on people's emotions. They're, 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 they're doing, you know. Smoke machines and skinny jeans ain't going to get it done. We need more than smoke. We need the fire. 
He said, there ain't no tricks here. You can't start a fire after pouring 12 buckets of water on it. And he prays 63 words. Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known this day that you are God in Israel, and I'm your servant, and that I have done all these things at your word. Amen. And the fire of God came down. Woo! Glory to God. And it lapped up the water. It lapped up. It burned up the sacrifice. It burned up the wood. And it burned up the... How does fire burn? Let me get, I'll get back to that in a minute. It even, it even burned up. Here's my word to you. If you've been sleeping, just wake up and catch this. Willing to become stays. We're not going to win this until we are willing to be confrontational with the enemy. Sister Gloria was just up here talking about a battle. We're, gonna, we're, we're willing to fight the battle because we know we win from the beginning. <laughs> as long as you just like, every time the devil looks your way, you're like, <laughs> if you're like that, you're not going to make you, Listen, you, you've already won. He said, resist the devil. That means just stand. Haven't done all to stand. Just. Come on, church. We're talking about endurance. We're talking about resilience. I'm, in this series, I'm talking about we've got to learn how to stand in the face of the enemy. Look him square in the face and say, not today. Not today. Today, the God who answers by fire. Last scripture, Jeremiah 23. Watch this real quick, 29 and 30. Is not my, what is it? My words like a, am I not preaching the, can you not read the, can you not get that book in your spirit and get the, Word, my word like a fire, like a hammer that breaks in pieces. Wow. Therefore, behold, I am against the prophets, says the Lord, who steal my words, every one from his neighbor. Ah. Last page. Get up here, music team. How many will listen to me for three minutes? One minute. One minute. It's only been 45. You're still living. You needed extra calories today. It burned up the rocks. Boy, talking about making a point. What does that mean? God is sending a revival and sending fire. And it's nothing to do with emotions, though we'll feel it. But he's sending a word that will crush the hard places. He's sending a word that's going to 
crush into, if it burned up the rocks, I guess there's nothing left but sand. He's sending a word, church. Let it start today. Let this word go forth and, and, and we rebuke the spirit of Jezebel. She has no place in Journey Life Center. Listen, you let Jesus know I am the bride of Christ and I seek no other lover. Give him praise. Stand to your feet. Amen. Listen, going forward, the way the Lord's dealing with me, you never know when we'll have an altar call. We might start having altar calls after some of you leave. <clears throat> Jesus. <laughs> Listen, Jezebel had her table, but look at this. This is the table of the Lord. <sighs> you know what's happening in churches? How many know Jesus had thousands of followers? He had thousands, and you know why? Because he fed them bread and fish. But when he said, You must eat my flesh and my blood, they left. As long as it's just about fish and chips. People will come to church and you can fill up stadiums. But when you start making demands on people and say, if you're going to be the bride of Christ, you must eat his flesh and drink his blood. Who's going to stay then? That's called the great falling away. But at the same time, he looked at the 12 I'm looking at about 200 this morning. And he looked at the 12 and he said, are you going to leave too? And they looked back at Jesus and they said, where else do we have to go? We have nowhere else to go. How many have burned the bridges? How many have cut loose of the past? How many have said, I'm never going back. I got nothing to go back to. I'm sold out 100%. I'm with Jesus. Come on, somebody give him a crazy praise. Come on, that's not crazy. Praise him. I want you to come to the Lord's table. Come to the Lord's table. And I prophesy in the name of Jesus that everyone we prayed for earlier now has the breakthrough they need. And the enemy that tried to cancel them through sickness or emotional turmoil, depression and sleeplessness, tried to cancel them because of financial pressures. 
I rebuke that spirit in the name of Jesus. And may the fire of God burn up every hard place in their lives. Give God glory. Come to the table. If you need prayer, we'll pray with you. Prayer team, I mean, I need all of you, but if some of you would help me. I'm, 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 I'm tired. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come to the table, come to the table, come to the table. Come to the table, come to the table, come to the table. Come on, this is Jesus' time. There's nothing else you need to do. Come to the table, come to the table, come to the table. Come to the table. Jesus. Anyone needing prayer, come to the center. We'll pray with you. Hit it. Glory, glory, glory. friend.